Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Podcast. My name is David O'Doherty, the host and only person on the Isolating Podcast. This, welcome to the season three, we call it that. Welcome to the third leg of this podcasting tripod. It actually is a tripod now. Are you going, are you going down to do your tripod? And this is definitely it. This is the last time I ever do this, and I realize I've said that twice before. Now, just a bit of background, because I'm sure some of the long-term listeners will be listening to this, but there's going to be new people as well, so we don't want the whole thing to become too in-jokey. Oh, it will become in-jokey after about a week, but let's give new people a chance to get on board... This podcast slash tripod. Are you going? Are you going down to do your tripod? Stuff, that's what my mother used to call. It. So March fifteenth, I think it was twenty twenty. Do you remember the start of twenty twenty? You were so excited for the un- the limitless potential of the year. You'd be out on your electric scooter with your mouth open. Just wow. What a year, 2020, you'd have Doja Cat playing in your headphones. You'd be like, oh, exciting new innovations in technology. Zoom, that that sounds boring. That's probably a function 
of computers that I will never have to use. <laughs> so I moved to Ackle Island with my parents on about the 13th or the 14th of March 2020 to stop the tiny bats going into their crisp bag lungs. And I said I'd do a podcast to my friends at Second Captains. I said I'll do a podcast for the couple of weeks that we'll be down here until this whole thing just blows over. <laughs> and I was on Ackle Island with the hares and the sharks until July 2020. I think while I was there, I recorded 24 hours of this. I mean, that was just rambling in a in a car the whole time. And then... That was over. the 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 lockdown one lockdown. It was just called lockdown then because we didn't know that we it was like the first world war. We just that was it. That was like we came back to have a weird summer, and then the numbers started to go up in September, and then so in October was Ireland's lockdown number two. And I said, okay, I'll do some more podcasts. So I did it another 20 or 30 or something until December 2020. And then <laughs> the pubs were opening up again. And I was like, well, that's the end of that. It's Let's just have a nice, regular, normal. Oh, my goodness. I didn't. So when the next lockdown happened. I think it was too close to the last lockdown because we locked down in late December. And then, because I did, hadn't started doing it then, I was just thinking, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll do other things. And I really didn't. I really just lay on my back, gurgling for it. That was the worst time. I don't want to rank the lockdowns, but the shittiest one was definitely January, February, March. 2020 it, I mean it was a pretty crap year I guess it did have it had certain positives for me I got to make a TV show that I'm really proud of for Channel 4 it's called Along for the Ride and uh, it's on all four and in fact in episode three of that podcast nerd reference here when I was trying to cycle across a river uh, with Mel Gedroich, I managed to say that I we should have gone on the rocks. Nah, go on the rocks. And now that is, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but but in episode one in March 2020, I happened to just mention in passing that the day before I had been caught short brackets number two on a beautiful barren beach in Ackle, so I'd gone like you're taught to in the scouts on some rocks and then uh, buried it after it this is what you're supposed to do and that has followed me around there's times when I'm in the pub in the loo and someone will say I'm surprised you're not going on the rocks etc even to the point where when I announced that I was going to do more podcasts oh some of the some of the stuff was lovely so here's a here's a trail a thread from uh, Twitter 
I say, uh, I'm going to do the podcast uh, starting on Monday. Steve King says, we started this experience with the, in the lovely company of the Isolation Podcast. It would be beautifully cyclical to see its end in sight in the same company. Yeah, that's that's lovely, Steve. Uh, Steve also adds, note first season of Isolation inspired me to take my family to Ackle last summer. Fell in love with the place. Oh. John Paul, he adds, I started a jigsaw company on the back of Isolating One. Is that true? John Paul, did you genuinely start a jigsaw? Pl- t- tell, tell us more, please. Now, James Coffey, he really changes the vibe here. Coffey by name, loose stool chat by nature. Uh, Coffey says, I gave up using conventional toilets and now just defecate wherever I feel like after season one. So this is what my life has become. But yeah, I did. I went to the rocks. So now I'm back. I am. I'm, well, if if number one was Babe and number two was uh, Babe Pig in the City, number three is Babe still in the city. <laughs> I'm here in the imagination cave. Why am I doing? Why did I choose this as the time to do it? To be completely honest, Q4 of 2021 was, yeah, I do business chat, was at best patchy, at worst, some of the worst times in my life involving matters of the heart and then gigs being cancelled, etc. And if I've learned one thing from the last two years, and I'm not sure I have, no, I think I've learned this, which is you have to keep doing something (laughs) you can't just do nothing and then the lethargy and the doom takes over you have to just go for a walk you know just wash out the bin try to make carbonara that ends up tasting of breakfast so i don't want this january february march seasonally affected time to be like last year so i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna write a new children's book as well i have a good idea and if i tell you that i'm doing it that means i have to do it now and i'm also going to try to be healthier a bit of body and mind (laughs) which is difficult when there's still treats some treats left out the bad treats left over from chocolate nunchucks they're still, so I'm, I will, anyway, I, I, I won't throw them out. I'll just try and eat them slowly, but keep going for cycles and just the classic stuff, reading books and eating broccoli and doing Sudoku. It'd be, yeah, like Rocky training if he was training for a table quiz. <laughs> I want to do this uh, podcast, but I need your help for it your contributions when i say they make this happen they quite literally make this happen were i just to talk off the top of my dome oh it'd be fine for maybe two and then there'd just be you know 15 minutes of silence at the third one so we'll take it easy at the start i'm gonna do we'll do monday wednesday friday and we'll see how that feels uh, tell me things. Tell me tales. 
from your life. Tell me anything that, well, anything vaguely to do with stuff that we're talking about, but also stuff that's not to do what we're talking about. DOD at secondcaptains.com is my name. I think this time we should try and involve more of our international isolators. There are people overseas. There's plenty of Irish people. There's plenty of British people. There were two guys in Mexico who listened to the first one. Parson of Transfer. Who else have we got? In fact, I would like people from other more exotic places to send in your learnings. Kind of like Uncle Matt reporting back to the Fraggles in Fraggle Rock. Is that what happened in Fraggle Rock? I think it was... We'll call this... Mark, can you make... um, a sting for this section. We'll call it Postcards from Places. Brackets Exotic. Mark, I'll sing it if you want to use that for the musical sting. Postcards from Places. Brackets Exotic. Dear Nephew Gobo, I can't tell you how lonely it is for a fraggle in the outside world. On a bad bed. Much love, your uncle. There you go. You just do something good with that, Mark, will you? Uh, Mark's the producer, everyone. And uh, get on to me at dod at secondcaptains.com. The reason I thought of this was because Peter Corway, when I said I was going to do the podcast again, he got in touch. Corway rhymes at Norway, but he's not in Norway. Peter writes, welcome back. Or should I say... Welcome home. Correct. Doodle. He's calling me Doodle there, which is a play. It's not one of my recognized nicknames, which are uh, David, uh, Doddles, Doddleworth. Might accept DOD as well. Doodle is actually a reminder of Google, Google. which was an early segment on the show that I'm very happy to uh, bring back, which is Tales of people, sometimes old people, sometimes younger people, struggling with technology. Anyway, Peter Corway writes, In the time between Series 2 ending and Series 3 beginning, I have upped and relocated from London to Sicily. Well, I know Sicily because I saw the Stanley Tucci, the food series he did. Oh, that was good. It's, I don't know where you find it. Uh, I don't have any root vegetable related witticisms, Peter says. Now that is, again, a very inside baseball reference to the podcast has a long running obsession with parsnips. (laughs) In fact, our two Mexican listeners almost uh, murdered each other over uh, uh, whether parsnips were available. Let's not go by whether parsnips were available in Mexico. Okay. Peter goes on. My favourite thing about Italian culture so far, even though I'm in Sicily and Sicilian is its own culture and different beast entirely. I know. I saw the Stanley Tucci series. Okay, his favourite thing is Umarel. I reckon you already know what it is. I don't. But if not, Umarel, Italian pronunciation, Umarel, is a term referring, this is so nice, referring specifically to men of retirement age who spend their time watching construction sites, especially roadworks, <laughs> stereotypically with hands clasped behind their backs and offering unwanted advice. I mean, I just... Like, firstly, that is... That's the internet. 
<laughs> its literal meaning is little man. The term is employed as lighthearted mockery or self-deprecation. Umarel. That is, that's what we're looking for from our uh, postcards from places, brackets, exotic. Um, I just, I, I, I invite you to become the Umarel to m- my hairy workman. <laughs> Anything you've got. Huge shout outs to people who have the Rona at the moment. Shout out to anyone with the fresh Rona. Uh, Oliver Omicromwell. That's my name for it. Thank you. Or the old school Delta Badrum. That is my friend Sarah's name for it. Uh, let us know how are you getting on. Anyone who's had to sit in a room for 10 days, t- tell me the exciting <laughs> tales. What what you what you get up to? I still haven't had it. As I, I mean, I didn't try and get... I didn't go out of my way. I didn't go to Conor McGregor's pub and challenge personal trainers to arm wrestles or anything. But... I, I still haven't. I am riddled with vaccines. So I guess that's it. Some nights I'll go to the pub. I'll sit in my little booth. I'll just go, can I have six pints of vaccine? And I just knock them. I just knock them back. That must be why. Um, yeah, let me know. Uh, how's, how's it? How, are, there, are there any tricks to getting through it? I mean, I suspect, well, I, I probably get it. It's... At some point, <laughs> new segment idea, Mark. This one, I mean, I don't know how you're going to make a sting of this because I can't make the title any shorter than this. But it's called Objects While You're Looking For Them, You Mime the Thing You Do With Them. I mean, I could try and sing it in a jaunty, maybe because it's such a lame title, give it quite a hardcore dance. I'll, I'll say it like Scooter this time. Objects. Objects. While you're looking for them, ma, you mind the thing you do with them. I don't know how long this one will last because I can only think of three. But if you can think of any other ones, I'm sure people can think of other ones. Uh, first one is scissors. You know, while you're looking for scissors, checking the various drawers and whatnot, you do. I'm doing the scissor mime right now. Um, another one was. I was looking for a pencil sharpener recently and find myself doing the pencil sharpener mime that I haven't done since primary school. The pencil sharpener mime is similar to the sex mime (laughs) where I'm doing it again now. So this finger is just pointing, classic pointing, and it's pointing into an unclenched left-hand fist and I'm making... Uh, 60 degree turns. <laughs> is this just me? Is it, Oh no, what if this is just me? Can opener. Come on. You know when you're looking for the can opener? You do that. Yeah. So this is a segment that may never be repeated. But it could run. If people can think of other objects while you're looking for them. You mime the thing you do with them. So yeah. The wife of Brian got on. When, I mean, I hope this doing the podcast doesn't bring back too many bleak memories for for people. Uh, the wife of Brian, when I said I was going to do it again, 
uh, wife of Brian said, ah, flashback of walking up and down the canal to two kilometres from home and back again, strenuously avoiding making eye contact with drunk people at the lock gates and crying a bit. Good times. <laughs> hey, wife of Brian, that may be your sad tale of the canal in Dublin. What about my sad tale? Where bloody bottle exploded. There was I was of Mexican limeade, and the glass went through my cat. It's look, I'm I'm pulling it up now. It's still there. It'll be like the it's healed now, but there's a a little white line, a little um yeah, a little 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 smile there, my leg. It's gonna be there forever. We all have memories of the really bleak times. <laughs> The one that I, I mean, I, this ties into the podcast as well, was, so when things were starting to loosen up a bit, last, probably last April, I used to meet my friends. There's a field near where I am, and we used to um, have two cans, it was two cans Tuesday, and it, it was pretty miserable, the weather, last March, uh April though, but that there was one particular week when it was clearly sleeting, but I just wanted to go and have two cans Tuesday. So I put on um, Gore-Tex trousers and wellies and an old thermal cycling jacket and a hat and two pairs of gloves. And I walked down to the field with my two cans. And of course, no one else had turned up, but I was still going to have my fun. And so I was just sitting on the grass drinking my um, first can and then it started to rain really heavily <laughs> so I reversed backwards under a tree it was dark now and uh, a police car came around the corner and obviously the reflecty stuff on the waterproof jacket that I was wearing the cycling jacket lit me up like the freaking roadrunner getting an x-ray or whatever so the cop pulls in and he goes uh you there come out and so i have to walk towards him and i hear him say into his little radio he says oh it's just some lads <laughs> it's not it's just it's just me and he said and the rest of you and i was like no honestly there's no one there and then he shone the torch directly in my face and he said, are you that comedian? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, my career is going great. And he said he used to listen to the podcast. So, guard, if you are. I think what I was doing technically wasn't even illegal because I wasn't with an illicit group. It was just me having a can of my own and some shrubbery. And if that's illegal. <laughs> so it feels good to be back. I'll, we'll feel our way into this over the next, let me know. Let me, tell me your tales. How are you? DOD at secondcaptains.com and welcome back. So we'll do it, yeah, we'll do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Let's just, let me just fill my way into that. I think the Monday one will be free and then you probably have to be a member is that right, Mark? Mark, can you record a little bit of you explaining that? Yeah, I think that's what the deal will be after this. And um, let's all let's all try and raise raise each other's spirits 
again, guys. Are you up for it? <laughs> Welcome back. Isolators! Owen McDevitt and Kieran Murphy here from the Second Captain's Podcast. As Doddles has just said, you should really join the Second Captain's World Service now to hear his thrice-weekly isolating episodes. I know what you're thinking. Why would I become a member of a podcast network run by a bunch of sports jocks? Well, would sports jocks be able to do this? Wait a minute, you caught me on the hop again. Hold on a second. Okay, let's do it. Oh, Murph, I like it. Just go wherever the rhythm takes you on. Just go with it. If anything, you got even better than when you played this on our regular podcast earlier today. That's three hours. That's a lot of practice you can get done. Anyway, let me concentrate here. Second Captain's World Service is independent, member-led, and commercial-free. Your support allows us to produce international series like the multi-international award-winning Where Is George? Murph, what's that you're doing? I like the sound of that. It's uh, it's called Playing the Rim on... Um, I've, I've actually adapted it from the Ross Common style. That's where I would have learned originally. I've incorporated bits from the Kerry style as well, but basically that's where we're at at the moment. Anyway, back to this. As I was saying, international investigative series as well as our daily shows, which, yes, do often include sport, but, you know, interesting sport. Take her home, please, Mer. And I'm spent. Join us now for just five euro a month at secondcaptains.com. Take care. The second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sport's important.